0: So let's start with a celebration. And I'd also really like to hear something from the last class that's impacted your life. Because you know we really believe that that is the most important skill of a coach, is to really be creating your life on constantly. And then, then that's what you share with other people. So I'm really hoping that there's something that you took away from last time that, that has been contributing to your life. Um, since then, and I'd love to hear about that. So, who would like to celebrate and share? <laughs> <So cute. laughs>
1: oh. You're such a mischievous lady. I can see you're five. I can, I can go on. By the way, I'm. You all are hitting me at the peak of my caffeination. Okay. Alone at ten a.m. Oh, so okay. I'm a wacky on my own. So just hold on your ass. Um. Did you say hold on to your ass? <laughs> <laughs> you can hold on to your ass if you want. <laughs> We don't have hats on. So That's right. So rituals. um I, my celebration is I got I sold my first article of the Script Magazine. Yay. It came out on my birthday, I have a print copy, it I paid two hundred bucks, I'll get bucks. Wow. I know. Just so excited. It just feels real. And like over a thousand people have read it. And yeah. I've had a really big bump on my blog. Like I've had probably about you know, on a non-publishing day, about three times as many people as usual coming over here. So it just feels like it's happening, like it's real. And, and I'm going to be blogging for Bridges for River Run, the film festival. So I'm going to get to meet, like, the sea celebrities that come here. <laughs> so wow. I'm really excited. <laughs> cool. So I just, it feels like it's happening, like it's actually. It is happening. Yeah. and I'm actually The yeah, water wheel is turning. The water wheel is turning. And all the years and, you know, for like three years of writing this book, I'm like, what do we doing? this book? And now it's sort of making sense. And it's like laying the groundwork. So I'm excited about that. I think the biggest thing, and it kind of rolls into the work we've done, Laura, I think the biggest shift I've had when looking at the powerful speaking piece um, is the way I've been thinking about money and work. And about two months ago, I was at my parents' house and I was having my typical like 3 a.m. freak out about, what am I going to do about money, and I'm almost 40, and the rest of my life, I'm just going to be this way, and I was just doing this really, all this anxious thinking, and I finally just had this moment of like, something, you've been doing this for four years, and it hasn't helped, it hasn't earned me one penny more, and it hasn't made the problem better, so do you want to keep doing it? But mm-hmm. No, I want to do something different, and so I started thinking, um, I just think, you know what, work, money, men, all come into my life completely effortlessly, and I don't have to do anything, like it just comes to me, it always has, it always will, I've always taken care of myself. So now when I trick trip into that thinking, I just replace it with that thought, and it helps, like I haven't I haven't been up once in two months worrying about money, it's not like my money's problems have all been solved, but worrying about it's not going to solve it, Yeah. so just, you know, don't worry about it, like I always take care of things, I'm totally confident I'll take care of everything in my life, so what's the big deal, and it's been amazing, it's really transformed, taking the worry out of it has just made everything so much better, Good. so,
2: that's awesome,
1: yeah, that was a big thing.
2: Very good. You're saying that actually kind of helped me solidify If I want to say. I've been reading this um, book, Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani, and um, it's about her near-death experience and then how it's impacting her life today. And it's, that's the part that's been the most interesting to me because I want to know how can those of us who haven't had that experience pull that feeling of unconditional love and that endlessness of the universe and all that's available to us. How do we do that? <laughs> you know? And so um, you know, I'm kind of pu- pulling together this Dave Ellis work with this spiritual piece and, and seeing how they fit together because a lot of Dave Ellis's is sort of efforting in some way. It's it's creating actions. And and hers is totally allowing, which I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear the word, but I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking about allowing in terms of what Dave teaches. And, I you know, that whole, um, that whole, uh, co- the whole coaching piece on lighten your load that you did, Laura, that's mm-hmm. probably been the most impactful. It keeps coming back over and over. And I think that's what allowing is. It's lightening your load. It's It's allowing... What what we're all connected to, which is this huge power of the universe that we are uh, not separate from, allowing that. And that's what you're talking about, you know, reframing so that you allow that flow through you. Mm. And so I'm just investigating what does it mean to allow? Where am I pushing against it? And where am I releasing the push and just letting it flow through me? Wonderful. I love that. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: the whole, you know, what we resist persists. And again, yes. that's one of those things where it's like, that's a great saying, and I get it in the moment. And then, you know, like, incorporating that in is a little bit more difficult. But
2: Because okay, she talks about that in a way. She says that, you know, so many of us, and I've done the same thing, teach to um, change what you're saying. And, and not push against it or not struggle. She says now what I do is I just allow it to flow through me and it's all good and I don't bring a judgment about it and I don't push it away. You know mm-hmm. those negative feelings or those hard times. She says I just allow it to flow. Mm-hmm. I just allow it to flow through me with no judgment about it. And I'm thinking I like that. Yeah I think that's really powerful. And Again so efforting and trying to remember. And Well we spend so much of our time
0: assessing and assigning this is good this is not good and yes it's it's sort of pointless it's because you know that's how we're trying to like categorize our reality so that we can process it but that's not a particularly helpful um you know unless you're a caveman saying this berry tastes good and that saber-toothed tiger is bad,
2: you know. It, we have a lot of saber-toothed tigers and they're all here. <laughs> right. But, I mean,
0: you know, obviously there's, you know, there's some things about whether it's good or bad to walk down a dark alley maybe. But but even that, it's and the dark alley in and of itself is not either good or bad. It just is. And, you know, making a wise decision about what to do with that is, is makes sense. But, anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. But I think there's a lot in that about... Not spending so much time assessing and deciding, is this good or is this bad? Labeling. Labeling it. And just, it, it is. Oh, this is so then, human. I
2: feel like shit today. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. And then and then you get to decide, well, what what do I do about it, if anything? Do I, I don't like this conversation? You know, again, it's not a bad conversation, but it's not a conversation I want to be in, so I'm going to choose to leave and not
2: continue or... Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, great. We're all trying to figure this out. Yeah. yeah. And did I miss, was there a specific celebration? Because it seemed like that was what you learned. But You are really? Ah, she's <laughs> catching on. Um, well, I think that's one of the specific celebrations is that I'm, I'm understanding this on a different level. And I've, um, I've struggled with it for a long um, but And I think that's a huge celebration, by the way. But I, I think another celebration is what I was telling you before Cindy got here is, you know, I had this, I was so bogged down I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. And most of the weekend, I was working with my coach and it was because, and I couldn't even identify this. I had so much in front of me that needed to be handled mm-hmm. that I just shut down totally. And we and she says just pick something easy and it was like okay well I'll, I'll pick this mountain instead of that mountain I mean it was I couldn't even think in terms of little pieces of it just take a bite at a time kind of concept yeah. so that once I got that the energy started moving again cool thank God for coaches <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Yes. laughs> absolutely
3: um wow okay celebration. I um, had a conversation with Laura yesterday that was really kind of this, um, it was just indicative of this, being in this new place in my life, of being able to talk about all this magical shit (laughs) (laughs) that's real. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm finding interactions and opportunities to learn and grow, and some of them have been challenging, and kind of like, I don't know if I want this, you know, but then um, I just really celebrate the fact that that intention to step into the place of the healer, and I still don't know what that looks like, and there's still part of me sometimes that's like, are you just gonna talk about this for, you know, ever is something gonna solidify? And um, but just really celebrating it like following that path and honoring it and opening up to having conversations with people about all of this energy stuff that you know you can't talk to everybody about mm-hmm. and um, and developing more of an awareness about what's happening with me in relation to other people, maybe not everybody, but like had an experience where I felt like somebody's energy was kind of trying to, work on me without permission and like being able to just be in tune with that and I just that feels really great and then a small celebration of this morning also you had mentioned that insight timer Mm. um, application and I hadn't used it recently and so I was like I'm gonna use my insight timer (laughs) application and do some little meditation this morning and I'm just gonna set the intention to just go in and listen deeply and kind of see what's in there. And, and it just, that felt really good to do that. Um, and something that I learned about the class is I've been doing a, a variety of work this, you know, there's these action steps that we're articulating. And in same in conjunction with this effortlessness of this other course that I took with this woman who's a um, healer and psychic and Boulder the Self-Healing 101 course, and I just started up another course with her, where it is really effortless. You kind of set your intention, you put it out there, and then you kind of wait for it to come. And I feel like this has enabled me to articulate what are those things that I want to create. And part of it can be that it's effortless in that all of a sudden I find myself wanting to follow the action steps, wanting to create the action steps, or, you know, whatever that is. And, I've been um, exercising more regularly, which was one of the, you know, specific goals that I came up with and um, losing some weight and being more conscious about a lot of that stuff. And so I feel like uh, what was a real gift of this was the opportunity to articulate what it was that I wanted to come up with some action steps and then not have to work so hard at having them come into being, but just being able to kind of work with what's there when it's there.
0: That's why they're magic cards, because right on the magic cards, then a lot of stuff starts to happen. They are are the magic things. We say that only sort of half-joking, because there is so much of that. that you know, yes, it's really great to get really clear about what you want, but like Penny was saying, we really want this to be... um, kind of a melding of you know kind of left and right brain ways of coming at this type of thing because I think both are really valuable and um, don't want to get really stuck in just being left brain, left brain, chug 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 along because there's so much more. Um, but that right that left brain stuff does give some framework and whatnot. So let's switch gears real quick. We're going to have lots and lots of um, discussions in this course. It's going to be a lot more discussing than um, sort of lecturing. We're going to let Dave always do the lecturing. We're going to be watching some of um, DVD of his DVDs and then talking and then having other talking about those, but then having other discussions too. So let's just start off with life coaching. What is life coaching? <laughs> So, I would love to hear um, from you about
2: us. Ah, We're supposed to tell us what your,
0: what's your thoughts are about that. Um, and one of the reasons that I want to hear from you first before I tell you sort of what you know our perspective is is that there's a huge, um, there are many, many definitions that different types of people have and um, it's going to be good for you whether you're doing coaching as sort of a professional coach or you're using these skills in something else to be really kind of clear about where you come from and what you offer and so um, let's just, just sort of throw that out there. Tell me a little bit about what life coaching is. And it doesn't have to be, and there's no, um, like, wrong answers or anything. It's just, tell me what you think it is, and then then we'll add in a little bit about, you know, what it is from our perspective. Because, like I said, there are lots and lots of perspectives about what life coaching is.
3: So, life coaching is a process whereby you empower or support someone in identifying their goals, what it is that they really want to have in their life and finding ways to um, achieve those goals while also supporting them with any challenges that come up while they are working towards those goals. Very
0: good.
1: Uh, You know, I, I have to say at the outset one of the things that has been a struggle for me with the whole concept of life coaching and I did a coaching training program before, being a therapist, therapists are very like eyebrow-razy about life coaches. So I had, when I first started hearing the term life coach many years ago, I was like, what is this cheeseball profession I'm trying to steal our clients? Like, I had that reaction. Right, yeah. So part of my journey in, in accepting coaching has been looking at my biases about it, looking at my misperceptions. So I just want to say that. I don't, those are much, like, it's very watered down now, but I just wanted to say at the outset, that's kind of where I Yeah, can,
0: well, and that's why we want to have this discussion yeah. because that's out there and that's, potentially something
2: that's that you're really going That's
1: really interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. counselors There's
2: lots of therapists are becoming coaches. I know. Thinking, and
1: I encourage my students to do it now. When they say, I, you know, they're like, I, I can work for $29,000 a year, but I don't want to work in this agency. Is there another option? I'll say, you know, get your life coaching certification and set up private practice, and then do counseling on the side and work toward your licensure that way. But don't do $29,000. I mean, that sucks. You, you can make more than that. Anyway, that's why I tell my students now. Uh, but now, after having been to a life coach both in Minnesota and with Laura here and having gone through the training, I really see it as um, a way for people that are functioning pretty well mm-hmm. just to have someone hanging out. Um, the guide from the side, I think a lot of people use that little analogy, but someone to go to who can kind of help them, like you're saying, figure out what it is they want and can help them stay on the task to reaching that. And I think there's something about being with someone who can bear witness to your process is very powerful. Um, someone who can just hear what you're going through, and I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. It's just the process. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. Very good. Well, I have a little, um, you probably can't read it because it's very light, but I will read it to you a little flyer that I made for uh, something that I went to about the, and it sits out in the hallway usually about what life coaching is and what it isn't. So uh, life coaching is not therapy or counseling. It's not examining the past in detail. It's not just for people who are trying to solve a problem or change something in their life. It's not only for those who are wanting to learn new tools. Most coaches have coaches of their own because it's just a powerful process. And it is not a program or a set of steps to follow. The client is the expert on themselves, not the coach and what coaching is, is forward-focused, action-oriented, a safe place to try on new perspectives and ideas, a way to reconnect with your own brilliance, a way to kind of see yourself in the mirror so that you can move past roadblocks, uh, for people who are fundamentally well, both mentally and emotionally, but want to improve their lives, and a time each week without distractions to focus on your goals. you know, we could say a lot more about that, but that's just sort of the, the general overview. Um, and one of the reasons that we wanted to have this be one of the, our first discussions is, as you probably know, there isn't any, I don't think there are any states that have licensure for life coaches at this point. Um, and so pretty much anybody can call themselves a life coach with, you know, little training, lots of training, no training at all. And, um, you know, sometimes that works out, sometimes it doesn't. Um, and I think there are a lot of people who are really what we would categorize as consultants in that they're advice givers or they have a, you know, a program or some thoughts about how life could be more empowering, which can be useful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from our perspective, that's not coaching. and so, you know, really what, what we're, we're of course going to continue to talk about this through in every session, but from our perspective, it's, it's really um, kind of facilitating people, getting past obligations and shoulds, and it's really about moving them up that ladder of powerful speaking. And so they're getting in touch with what do they care about? What's their passion? What are they really excited about? But then they can begin to make plans and promises around it Um, and, you know, to have that really come from inside themselves, from being, um, having facilitation and support, and not so much from saying, you know, I have some really good ideas, and they may be really good ideas, but that's a different, um, system, and in our opinion, for the most part, not as empowering to the other person, because then they, become sort of dependent on you well you have good ideas let me you know every time I have a problem I have to come to you for your good ideas about it rather than learning to trust yourself learning to know how you um, tend to look at things so that then you can do something differently like you did it's like oh I realize I have this story that I tell myself all the time and I realized it's not an empowering story so I'm going to change my story Um, and that's something that we're going to talk about a little bit today too if we have time at the end is about um, about story Mm -hmm. about being in story and helping people change story um let's see so we're going to watch I told you we're gonna watch the DVDs and we will get to that in just a second so that we can um, get going and hopefully get as much possible done before Cindy has to leave there are going to be reading assignments, but at least for right now there are not going to be other um, types of assignments that may change as we get a little bit um, going a little bit later on. Um, does everybody have a coach a copy of the Life Coaching book from Dave Ellis?
1: Mine is Swinging It's Way to Me from Amazon. Sure. Okay.
0: Every day. So and you, that's, that's about where yours is?
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it said between the 8th and the 14th. Okay. Of the
0: the first chapter is it's on the Facebook page. It's only about 20 pages, okay. but I have um, copies. I, I think it'll be good for you to have your own copy. Oh, but if you want to borrow a copy for this week.
2: I think mine comes today. So okay. I'll borrow one because I can't get WFDD to respond to me. Oh, okay. Oh. There you go. It's a
0: storm. so. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. So we will go into the story of that okay so yeah it's about it's the power and possibility of life coaching and I read it in 40 minutes last night it didn't take very long at all okay. to read um, probably less than that but just a really good kind of supplement to what we talked Where did about you get these? I'm, I'm from Amazon I should have ordered good girl. I should have ordered from Dave but we, we're, we like mainline Amazon we don't pay shipping because we order so much stuff from them that they're just like hey take it no shipping for you, <laughs> you know? so I was like well I don't pay shipping I might as well have some on hand and then yeah good idea um okay so I'm gonna stop the recording and we're gonna get ready to switch gears here okay
3: so I'm totally like his daughter's energy I was like wow I could just like see and totally connect with that And then with his energy, it's more like, yes, he's putting this out there, and yes, he's got this successful business, but I don't completely resonate with, like, where he's coming from. And that kind of, I think, pitches to this, like, um, uh, this workshop mentality where people are, like, in something for, like, three to four days and they're totally into it and they, you know, get in that zone and then they come out and, like you know they're not successful life coaches or whatever and I have this fear that's connected around how is this shit going to make me money like because I want to do I want to be able to help people I considered being a counselor with my Mm -hmm. background in social work I I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a part of that system Mm -hmm. but I want to you know support people and empower people to get their goals, done, I want to inspire them. I want to be living the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm taking yeah. steps in that regard, but I'm not there yet. Like, and I also have some hesitance around, like wanting, 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 as a methodology, mm-hmm. because I know that I want, and and so maybe I have some processing or you know clearing around that it's not okay to want things or something like that but then there's also this element of when you're constantly wanting something you're not able to be in the present Mm -hmm. and so these things are just coming up for me like how many of these people are making money as life coaching being their profession and what am I going to need to be able to do that and What does that really look like? Yeah.
0: Well, those are all really good questions, and I really appreciate you sharing what your concerns are. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are all things that we're going to be exploring and talking about. Um, And, you know, of course, we're, we're watching the DVDs ahead of time before we were watching them here. And I think it's in about maybe five. He starts talking about marketing. And I haven't watched these for a while, so I've forgotten some of it. And, you know, to jump ahead, the marketing plan is essentially go out and create an awesome life for yourself. And then everywhere you go, talk to people about, hey, this is this cool thing that I'm doing. And so rather than it coming from, I'm hey, I'm doing something that I want to sell you, it's I am creating this awesome experience for myself, where I'm really happy and I'm, you know, creating my life and going in the directions I want to go. And I want to share that with you and help you have that, too.
1: Um,
0: and then, of course, you know, there's there's other pieces to that, which we'll talk about, too. I mean, one of the things that you and I talked about in our first conversation was getting pretty clear about who you're helping and how you're doing it and and things like that, which will give you um, more Clarity as as we go along, and there'll be a little bit of talking about this. Just what you, everything that you've talked about, that you've expressed concern about, is in the plan to to talk about and explore. And we're going to be doing a lot of discussions and explorations. And that um, I just ask you to hold on, and um, and hopefully all of that will be addressed. And if it's not, that. That will address it.
2: Mm-hmm. Can I? Please can do. I, can say something? I think that another thing that's coming up for me is that when we use these tapes, we should be stopping and doing the exercises mm-hmm. because Cindy's leaving, we're rushing through it, mm-hmm. and that kind of concern isn't able to rise so that you can be 100% present. So I think we should stop. Mm-hmm. When Cindy leaves, she leaves. Okay. But, but we do it the way it's intended to be used, and then we can get things out of the way. Like, I can't be present right now because I've got their bathroom, right. which, you know, you could say. Right. And I can't be present because I'm feeling this anxiety right now. Yeah. And we stop and do what they're doing, which is telling, by the way, I'm not with you 100%. Here. You are chugging ahead. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And I'm anxious because I've
2: got this other job. Right. Yeah, I
1: like that idea. Yeah. Um, say for me too and I, I've watched a little bit of his other DVD that you lent me mm-hmm. um, and certainly read his book and um, just to kind of yeah, it's a cute opinion. Um, I, I get a little He, I don't connect with Dave as, as much either and I think in part because I haven't met him personally he's adorable I'm, just so, I'm like you're just so cute <laughs> but I think one of the things I really love about you Laura and really love about you Penny and I know a lot of this through CCE um mm-hmm. The, the place I bump up against in life coaching in general is the what you're saying the constant wanting and the constant optimism I'm a big believer in the power of pain and suffering and sorrow and that we need to heal that stuff one thing I love about both of you and where I think you you are better than him if I can use that comparative example is that you both are willing to go there okay, yes, too. trust me I, I believe <laughs> you and I, and I know that I haven't met him in person so I know that my I have a very one-dimensional view of him. Yeah. So I think one piece that comes up for me as we're doing this work is, um, like you were just saying, I need to be able to say when I have doubts, I, I know I drew yeah. a big dollar sound when you were saying that, because mm-hmm. I'm the same way, like, I, I've, I wrote about this in my blog yesterday, I've, I've spent my life undervaluing my skills, and I'm kind of done not making enough money, I'm done, like, I'm done with that, that's over, and it's not a greed thing, but it's a, it's a, wanting to know, you know, great, this is awesome, but what does this mean for me personally? So I, I totally connect with that. And so um, all that is not to criticize Dave at all, and, and I have no doubt he's a really cool guy, but it is really powerful for me to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just we,
2: by the way, we probably had the very same feelings in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And now that we've been with him, we're so in love with him, we don't see that in the same way anymore. But I remember yeah. people saying, well, he's such a nerd. I <laughs> love so, Yeah. <laughs> I remember this feeling that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. You reminded me of it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's really our plan to, um, to have this be a piece and then to have lots of time where we're having discussions that are coming from perspectives that he perhaps doesn't touch on, that mm-hmm. are just in addition to that, and um, plenty of time to, to talk about, you know, your concerns and and then these other pieces. He doesn't go very in-depth into kind of the spiritual component. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's sort of a subtext. And, you know, we want to talk about... Um, not so much spirituality overtly, but f- for us, it's a really important piece of this to tap into your inner knowing and to be able to use your intuition in a variety of ways as you're dealing with people, whether that's as a coach or just sort of a coach mm-hmm. Um And that's extremely important. And that's, you know, so there's going to be some other pieces like that um, that will will come up.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. The other thing I'll say, um, when he was saying we're going to practice listening to each other, and you said we've kind of already done that, and I definitely have done that. Like, I've been a professional listener for like 16 years now, but I still want to do it. Yeah. So even if absolutely. exercises seem like they're kind of like something we've already done, I just thought, God, I still need to practice.
0: Yeah. That. And absolutely, that, well, thanks that for was saying that. the, yeah. Um,
2: and that was I'm the I'm feeling intent- the same thing, and I've done it. Well, the intention for to too. do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think
1: for you as a teacher, because I, I'm kind of putting myself, like, I know when I'm teaching, I'm always like, I don't want to make people feel like they're kind of doing this stuff they already know how to do. But I just, I just wanted to verbalize that yeah. I'm really cool doing stuff, even if you think I already know how to do yeah. it. No, it was just really totally good good from the,
0: the time constraint of yeah. wanting to get all the way through the DVD. Yeah, But I think we pretty much did. Yeah, As If I remember correctly, it's the processing of the, and to, I, we probably can start next time with actually doing that part okay. again. And also part of it that he, if I remember correctly, that he talks about is when you all did it in the foundations class, it was mostly to have the experience of being listened to soulfully and practicing not speaking. Um, And it's certainly going to be that again. And it's also the practice of being focused on, like I think we're going to do it for four minutes, which is maybe a little bit longer than we did it before. Because one of the concerns that comes up sometimes for clients is they're really excited that you're, like, there for them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are, don't have that. Mm-hmm. It, it makes them uncomfortable. That you're totally focused on them. You're not telling them what to do. You don't have any agenda for them. You're like, and then they go, well, this makes me a little uncomfortable. That's true. And you can say... You know, I've had that experience, too, whether it makes you uncomfortable or not. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to have somebody just focus on you and listen to you soulfully and be really, like, honed in on you. And I can understand how that would be, you know, possibly disconcerting and so that kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's really important to talk about. Yeah. And I think
2: another thing that comes up with me because of Megan's comment is, you know, and this is something we need to be tuned into, mm-hmm. he's doing this with people who have said, I want to be a life coach, or I'm considering this, mm-hmm. or this is really something I'd like to move in the direction of, or I'm already doing this full-time, and I don't feel like I'm doing it the way I want to, and, and you are still in this pre-contemplative place. You know, I'm thinking I want this. It sounds good to me, but, you know, how do I do this? And, mm-hmm. and so his audience is a little bit different than you are. Yeah. And so, we need to be addressing that a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. we're yeah, always going to have good point. you. So, when you say things like this, it raises our awareness yeah. of mm-hmm. where you are. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really helpful. Which is really valid.
3: Mm-hmm. And I do feel like this is what I want to do, but since I haven't done it yet, and I'm sort of, like some version of it, I want to do some version of mm-hmm. it, you know? But... I guess there just are some personal doubts. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's also very strongly our desire to give you some, like he says, a smorgasbord of possibilities that then you can blend with who you are, what your gifts are, what you're good at, what you want to bring, and create something that's yours. So that you, you're you not, not only not coaching like Dave, but you're not coaching like me. You're coaching like you. Um, and so that gives you a lot of latitude to figure out, you know, these are the pieces that really work for me, and this piece maybe not so much, I want to do it a little bit differently. You know, and within the the sort of the parameters, I feel like making a little analogy here to the Moravians, you know, their creed is sort of like, you know, Jesus is... You know, essentially, Jesus is the way, and in everything else, there's latitude, kind of thing. That's a very bad paraphrase. But for us, it's sort of like, you know, listening fully, listening soulfully, facilitating people having what they want to have, and you know, really not giving advice. And and then there's a few other little things. And then other than that, there's a whole lot of latitude for you to create this mm-hmm. in a way that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really. really I'm wondering great. whether
2: it's if the doubt is something that you continually work with in your life, or is the doubt just because you need more information and more process? And you know, that I want you to kind of look at: is this something? I think it's that, both. Yeah. Because c- I can identify with that, and it's been a, a hell of a struggle to get over that. Mm-hmm.
3: But I think it's also like having more information and being like those people in that room are making money.
2: Not all of them. (laughs) Yeah, not all of them. You know what I'm
3: saying? Like, that's what, but that's, it's (laughs) like, okay, what's the the practical evidence that can show me that this isn't, bless me.
2: (laughs) No, that's totally fine. That this
3: isn't some just, like, wild goose chase, which I think, goes back to that part of me that is a dreamer and a visioner and then another part of me that's like trying to kind of rein that in and tell me that I have to think practically and Mm -hmm. you know that's so I think that that is a piece of that. We need to make
2: notes about that because when Cindy can stay we need to talk more we should this is usually a part of the conversation in the first section about the, the question about wanting and continually wanting, and is that right? Mm-hmm. And Dave addresses that a lot, especially in the following Wake book. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's the way we're g- created, and mm-hmm. it's really okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That you know, when, It's not about being greedy, mm-hmm. it's about finding your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. And that's spiritual,
1: not. Yeah, built it's on not the about bed. wanting, I want a car. Come on. <laughs> Well, it's okay, but it's okay, to, okay want to want a car.
2: a car. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you don't yeah. want a car. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay to want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about what you want. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you bump up against what you don't want, it helps you know clearly, yeah. I want that. Well, right. and it is kind of a,
0: a dance to be looking at what do you want which is going to take you some into the future, but then it's also be in the present. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of a dance, but um, you it's may remember there's, it's, yeah. It's not just having, it's being. That there you. is, I guess, Cindy, when you come next time, I think you still have my Falling awake book, my office <coughs> copy. But there's the that little graphic of, you know, past, small, present, huge. The future is not you know, it's bigger than past.
2: Conversation, how much conversation space right.
0: do you give to those three? Right. Three so so Dave is definitely an advocate of being primarily in the present. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just a, it's just a dance of looking towards what you want. Mm-hmm. Then it could be what you want right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I just really want to say I'm just so grateful for what you said. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. really glad you're it's really important that you're speaking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I mean, this is mm-hmm. that's exactly what we yeah. want.
3: I appreciated seeing that modeled, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, that feels really good. This could be a space where we can speak really authentically.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. please do. So, I, you know, for me, I've battled, um, I've battled my whole life with my relationship with money, and I'm kind of getting to the point. Where I'm just laying that down, and have done the exact same and actually no I'm not going to even say that because it's not the exact same because I'm not you (laughs) and you're not me and I'm not in your head but my version of what you were describing is I have this internal debate between I want to do what I want to do in the world but I need to make a living and then I somehow discount the making a living part as being untrusting or materialistic Mm -hmm. or whatever and I want to just for me I'm revising that dialogue to say that it is it is important for me to make a living because the work I have to do is very valuable and I need to feel secure in order to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I really honor that part, and I don't know if that's what you're intending, but that's what's coming up for me as you're saying it, and I'm so glad you said it because it helps me think about that, so thank you. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I've just set a goal of myself to be making an average of 30 to $60 per hour mm-hmm. within this year and doing meaningful work mm-hmm. and you know, storyline was a step in the right direction, and I want this to be there. I'm just—it was just that, you know, tapping into some of that previous yeah. concerns and being at that similar point <coughs> of like, okay, this is how I've operated—is it's an either-or choice? Mm-hmm. I either follow my dreams and true to my heart, or I make money. Mm. And I've also wanted, had this desire to say, and I've told people, no, I really can. I can, I can follow my dreams and like, be financially rewarded. Like that is a possibility. I know that that's a possibility, but I also have a lot of, you know, voices, family, different mottos and things that would not support that mm-hmm. notion. Mm -hmm. And have perpetuated that within myself and also somehow have created this divide about what that looks like. And it's, you know, it's so similar, I wonder if it's not to project, but from my perspective and my experience of it, from that place of, like, um, a four, it's like, oh, I can't do the mainstream thing. You know, it's like I've got to
1: create this, like,
3: (laughs) this experience, and so I really, what I really want to do is I want to live the dream, and I want to show people that it's possible.
0: And that's that's definitely something that we will continue to talk about. I was just reading an article, I get this um, coaching, professional coaching magazine, and there was an article in that the other day about how many, I mean, not just coaches, but other types of helping professionals struggle with this because there's this feeling of well I want to help you and I love doing it and you know I would do it for free but that doesn't mean that you should do it for free and you know learning how to manage that that business part and that very few coach training programs really do an adequate job of you're going to be a small business owner if exactly. you decide to do this unless you find some place, someone that you can go work for which is Small, And so, you know, that's something we're going to touch on a little bit, mostly from our experience, and Penny and I have also um, had some um, training around this, and the person who we took the course from, that that's a possibility that if this is something, you know, you feel like you haven't learned enough, and you really want to talk to someone who's been a life coach, been a therapist, been a life coach, and then now is essentially a marketing coach, Hmm. Um, you know that that's a possibility. Who's that? Her name is Marty um, Marty Woodward. Marty Woodward. Is she here in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's in Colorado. Oh, cool.
1: Let's go Colorado.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's wonderful. I really love her.
1: Well, sadly, I have to go to a meeting, and I don't you know. Have... If, um, I had a, two meetings and a, an alumni board thing at Guilford that interfered that have been on the calendar for mm-hmm. Well, you
0: know what? I was going to ask if one obviously you can do earth
3: going to Earth? meet.
0: The day that the, the next time you have to leave at 11:30, maybe we could look at meeting half an hour early. Sure, that'd be great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, the uh, meeting's at yeah. 11:45 at Cranky,
0: so I just I mean I can squeak out of here five minutes. Before okay. I get there on time. So, so yeah, I tell me tell me what's the next date again that you have to. Um, you sent it to me. We'll we'll figure it out. I can look at it real quick if I have my calendars
1: up. Nope.
0: Okay. Well, you sent it to me and I'll look it up <laughs> okay. and we'll just. Okay. I'll post that and we'll we'll talk about that further. Yeah, we'll meet early next time so that you can have the whole experience. Yeah,
1: I hate having to come out. Yep. This. So thanks, y'all. Thanks for thanks for letting this happen. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Absolutely. Them. Thank you for yeah. Up. Thank you, Penny, for just being awesome. As uh, thank you for being awesome. Thanks. thanks. Have fun at your party
3: tonight. I will not be able to make it.
1: We're gonna think about you. Yeah. Talk, talk about not let me oh.
3: forget that. Just <laughs> send yeah. off my radar. I'll send yeah. you a text. I have to. Do work stuff at
1: Gallery Hop. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, that's tonight too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on tonight. Yeah, it's a bummer. Your
2: birthday is really important. Yes, it
1: is.
0: And Daryl will unfortunately not be there. He's still going to be coming back from Augusta. He's down for the Masters, and he said, by the time we get back, I'm going to be so tired. He's going to be
1: silly. Are you going? You're going to have to be anxious. I'm going to go,
0: absolutely. Have you met Daryl before? Yeah, (laughs) briefly.
3: Bye, sweetie. Bye, y'all. Bye, Good idea to change where I'm yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm happy to meet earlier as a matter of course. I don't know how that works.
0: But she's got a class, right?
3: Well, um, I like to go to my yoga class
2: from oh, eight yeah. to nine, and, and I could come a little grubbier than I'm normal. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I yeah. mean, I would definitely have to come with wet head
0: mm-hmm. if
1: I came
2: straight from a yoga to home to here.
1: Well, let's
3: just keep it the, the days that we do need to have it earlier. To well, make it's
0: just sure we one more be day, because the other day she can't come at all. So okay. we don't have to adjust okay. the time for that. I need to say
2: something, too, about the conversation we're in, just because I need to get my mm. truth out yeah. there mm-hmm. in the midst of this, is that his model is the only one that inspires me. Mm.
1: You
2: know, Lauren, I have had many conversations about this, but mm-hmm. I... You know, I keep thinking, you know, you need to settle a little bit, and you need to be willing to work with the people who just want a few sessions, and it doesn't work for me. And, you know, monetarily, it probably is not smart at all for me to um, not take a client. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying this because I need to get what is my truth out there, and I want clients. The clients who I've made the most difference with are clients I've worked with over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, several years now. And they are the ones who have changed and whose life have changed and they'll give testimonies to that and, mm-hmm. and I've done that in group setting. I've not had clients for years who have been individual clients. But their testimony is like, it's embarrassing to me. I have to keep dealing with it because mm-hmm. it's so powerful. So that's what I want. That's why, you know, I don't know how to,
0: yeah. And that's one of the the things that I wanted to talk about in sort of the post, uh, you know, DVD discussion is that whole notion of the the long term relationship. And I completely concur that that is what works the best. But that's where you get the most. Um, yeah, well, and then that's where the client gets the most, too. And it can be a challenge to, not everybody's looking for that. Um, and until fairly recently, I mean, I've had a couple long-term clients. I have one client now that I've had for several years, and she's been kind of off again, on again, but she's been back for over a year. Um. But had did have some situations where I would have people come for you know four sessions, six sessions, and then they were sort of done, and it's really frustrating because you're just really
2: starting to they come to solve a problem, they think they've solved it, and I mean, right, and it leaves all the possibility dead, Mm -hmm. right,
0: and so I think part of that is continuing to communicate with people that, yes, this is extremely powerful for solving a problem, but that's not really what it's about. This is about creating your life on an ongoing basis. And it doesn't mean, I mean, it's, it's awesome. If I think Joanne has had a couple people that she's coached for seven or eight, mm-hmm. you know, ten years at a time. And that's awesome. But it doesn't necessarily have to go there. But... Um, I think Dave said one time they sat down and, like, calculated how long they thought it would take to, like, really, like, remarkably change your life. And I think they came up with 13 months or something. So, you know, definitely right around a year is ideal. Now, that doesn't, again, doesn't necessarily, I mean, once a week for a year would be spectacular. And, and You and I
2: have been at this for how long now? And we continue to have a coach. Mm-hmm.
0: But I only see my coach every two weeks. But I've been with her for several years. Um, and that's somebody that I trained with. So it's not that she's got, like, superior experience or learning or anything. It's just being in, the, I mean, the relationship is what's powerful. And she's a good coach. But, um, but it's, again, that's, that's one of the challenges of helping clients to understand what you offer is it's not... I have a bunch of good learning and a bunch of good ideas, which I'm going to impart to you to solve your problem, mm-hmm. and then then life will be different. And it's really hard for a lot of people to get past that, because that's really what they think it is.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think that big beginning that he's talking about is the key.
0: Yeah. And I, uh, since watching these... Because I haven't again,
2: been doing that.
0: Yeah. And since watching us. these again to prepare for this course, I realized that I have not been doing that in as depth as I would like. And the new client that I started with since I watched that, that's what we did. We met for two and a half hours the first time. Wow. And we just spent that time getting really um, in touch with what this process was going to look like, what I wanted from her, what I was going to give to her. One of the things, we'll talk about this some more, and he's going to talk, I think it's next session, talk about this um, But really saying, you know, overtly, this is the first time I ever have said this overtly to a client, I really want you to take this on as a very important relationship in your life. I do not want you to just come and say, this is something I do once a week for an hour and it's, you know, it's helping, and I like it. It's like, no, I want you to take this on this is an opportunity to change my life. And it's not me, it's the relationship is huge, has the potential to be huge and life-changing, and I want you to to see it as that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: she said, yeah. And it was like, and it was with someone that I was pretty confident that she would say that. But I want to get to the point where I'm saying that with everybody. And if somebody says, "Ooh, that's not really what I had in mind, or they think that's weird, then I'm either going to deal with that, or perhaps they're not
2: really the right fit. Right. And I think that's modeled. That he asked about how committed to let's see what are the two questions? How committed are you to what you want? You know, what how what what level
0: of what you know? What do you want to get from this course? One to ten. What level and then how okay. committed are you to, um, to causing that to happen?
2: That is a, is a is a tool that many coaches overlook. Many workshop leaders overlook. Mm-hmm. But the value of that is it raises the antenna of the person you're working with or the people you're working with to say, to say oh, I'm not going to be able to come as an observer.
0: Right. Because that's what I love is how committed are you to, I mean, he says at the beginning, I want to give you what you want. But then he turns it around and says, how committed are you to achieving what you want to achieve? Because that's really, and definitely for the coaching client, that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. You cannot give them the life of their dreams. They have to come and um, and decide that they're going to take it on. On that high level. Yeah. And then that's something else, and we're, we'll continue to talk about this throughout too, but that's, again, um, a preconception that a lot of clients come with, is that you somehow have a program or you have a... You know, even if you say, you know, I'm really, you know, to facilitate your brilliance and stuff, they don't know what that means. Because they don't think of themselves that way. And so they, even when you say, I'm here to help you figure it out, they're like, well, what's the plan? And it's like, uh, no, you, what's the plan? <laughs> you know, and I have some ideas about how to help you start thinking about that. But it to understand that... Um, that this is coming, you know, it's really mostly coming from them. And that's mm-hmm. that's one of um, the ways that you really know when the relationship is not going so great is when you find that you're working way harder than the client is.
3: In terms of sort of that, like, just, can I verbalize what, some, what I want out of this course? Please do. Um, because then that might help me refocus on what do I need to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) to get this. Yeah. Um, I want to come out knowing how to successfully engage a variety of people in life coaching sessions. I want a business plan for starting my own successful business. I want room and space to demonstrate how I will creatively bring these tools into my own practice. So how to take what is given and then kind of make it my own. Mm -hmm. I want to get clear on how I feel about the efforting slash effortless dichotomy. I want to make money and to bring my goal of making an average of $30 to $60 per hour a reality. I want happiness and deep spiritual connection and somehow to meet the love of my life through the course of this. Okay. So I also want... Um, all successes to contribute to deep understanding, and to support deep joy and happiness, with all things being balanced. And um, I know that that's not like you all are gonna, you know, offer me all those things. But that is my hope that through this course that I will have gotten to those different yeah. places. Yeah. Well,
0: and the, and knowing that. Helps us, and I'd love if you would again put those on the Facebook page so I can look at them again, because we want to do the things that we can do to contribute to that. We do want to do, and then there's a lot of that that is going to come from you that you're Mm going to. Yeah. I want to share
2: mine. Please do. Um. New. I want. I want new ideas to improve my coaching significantly, to get a better start with clients, to move in my personal and my professional life from being here, Mm to um, serve people even when I'm not coaching them. What would that look like? Um, I want to have a robust... Don't you like that word? Mm -hmm. Robust coaching practice and attract clients I would like and enjoy. And I really want to cause a shift in consciousness and and quality of life in the world because I've touched somebody's life who's touching somebody else's life. Um, I want to be excited about marking myself as a coach. I underline that one. I don't want judgment about myself to get in the way of my effectiveness. So maybe what I really want is to drop the judgment about myself and have confidence in myself. Um, to practice sharing my way and myself in ways that touch and inspire you, what Sarah said. To stand in my own clarity. Um, To be joyful and happy as possible. Those are the main things. Some of these are just notes. But I want to say one thing about what we were talking about earlier about the level of commitment, because I'm thinking about that in relationship to the goals I set forth. And, you know, I like, for instance, I I was telling them that I wanted to to, um, get five clients in the next two weeks, and that was a week ago I said that, and then I kind of um, lost this energy. And um, I think that that tool of um, how badly do you want this on a scale of one to ten, and how committed are you willing to be? It's almost like a daily practice. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, so today, I said I want this, and so today, how willing am I to play full out for it? Or am I just going to play partial out for it? And I found that what I'm really working on um, these couple of weeks is not... Because I have this list of people I want to get some information to, but I haven't done it yet. And that's not because I'm slack. It's because what I've decided is... I'm still working on this internal piece of Mm -hmm. allowing it to happen, of allowing the flow to come through me, of allowing the abundance, and that um, you take action, but it's not all about how much effort you're going to take every single day. Right, like
0: the action's not the most Mm -hmm. important thing.
2: Mm -hmm. It's a piece, but it's not the only thing. Right. And I'm thinking about that level of commitment thing, and what does that look like, and Isn't that a valuable tool when you call your mind back to it? Yeah.
0: And make it present. Yeah. And that's, I really appreciate you sharing that because I think that's really relevant to everything we've been talking about, that it seems like it would be very easy to say, oh, I declared this intention, and then, you know, four days later or whatever, I haven't taken that many steps on it, and then to go into, like, kicking yourself that, well, I said I was going to do this stuff, and then I haven't done it, and, da, 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 da. and then it becomes all about the actions. And that that's, right. that is a piece, but it's only a piece. And that taking the actions when you, the energy that's behind them supports them, creates a whole different thing mm-hmm. than when you're just going through the motions of taking actions.
2: But you're really good at that. You're really good at that internal piece. I think you are. That's what I observe. Well, thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah. I feel like I'm better at it now. I feel like I've recently gotten better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when I was struggling more with mm-hmm. attracting the kind of clients that I wanted or finding clients at all, that that, that was what was lacking. Is I was trying to go to the action pieces of putting bodies in the seats rather than really coming from this place of what's the energy that I'm bringing forth, how will that connect with the people who have the because the clients I have now are like dream clients and I'm just like wow (laughs) you know and so it's not just that um, I mean they're exactly the people I want to be working with Mm -hmm. and You know, and then looking at, like, how did did this happen? And then it happened really easily. Like, connecting with them happened really easily. I was like, God, it was so hard for so long. How did it suddenly get so easy? And that's that's a piece of it, is that what's coming from me is totally different than what was coming from me, you know, a year ago or five years ago. So... we will continue to have this conversation on an ongoing basis, too. Because I think this is a really important part of um, being able to launch yourself in a way that's, that's successful. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Is on the, uh, the other thing, which Cindy briefly mentioned uh, when we were talking about um, what is life coaching at the beginning that I just wanted to say again because it's it's such a big piece of where we're coming from is that bit about being a witness that Mm -hmm. bit, it's a huge bit about being a witness and a safe container Um, and again, that sometimes is very hard to convey that to somebody who doesn't use terms like that as, you know, those terms are not familiar to them well, what the heck's a safe container and why would I want one you know, and it's like, well, that's about the most valuable thing in the world, to get to spend time with someone who's a safe container and pour yourself into that safe container for a period of time. Um, but that's, that's really, you know, Penny and I have been looking at, you know, okay, well, and maybe even for some of the, you know, the ICF certific- certified programs that are out there, but certainly as differentiating our, ourselves from other shorter-term programs, um, you know, how are we different? And that's definitely, I think, a piece. I don't know a ton about a lot of those other programs. But I suspect that it's, I mean, Cindy said the one she went through was, you know, three-quarters of ask these questions, get them to talk about this, and then one-quarter how to market yourself. And there was nothing about um, the sole component of it, which is, I think, hugely important. And hugely important for um, for being able to go out and and create this as as you know a part of a career that actually does bring in money. Mm-hmm. So, um, something else that I want to do, which I guess I guess I will. Say it. We've, we've maybe done it a little bit, but something that we're rather than sort of discovery and intention. What we're going to be doing at the end of each session is talking about what happened today. Mm-hmm. So, what did you see? What did you learn? But this is a really important technique for um, solidifying those things that you saw into long-term memory. And um, and really, what would be great is to you know, especially if we're doing this all in a group, is to write it down. So not only what what you saw, but what you're hearing other people say. Um, so what are some things that happened today in this session, not only in the DVD, but in, in what we've done together, that are sticking out for you? And I'm going to give you a minute to think about that while I go to the bathroom real quick. I should have stopped the recording before I did that, but Cindy, if you're listening to this, you can use that lag time that you just heard to to think about your answer to this question about what happened today.
3: So, I feel like I got a clearer sense about the long-term relationship being a part of this life coaching model. Um, And also that we got a chance to speak authentically, and I was reminded of the importance of this to allow myself to speak authentically. Mm. And to be open to hearing other people's authentic expressions.
2: Penny, do you have something that you want to add? Well, I think I've expressed a lot of what I've gotten as I've gone along. Um, But another piece of what I've gotten is just making notes as we go through the process to myself about things we can talk about to make us even more powerful in leadership of this. Yes. And that's a lot of times when I'm typing, what I'm doing is bringing reminders back because it's hard to recapture it at the end. but I think especially focusing on um, the process of when, when Dave and Joanne talk about how to um, have a powerful beginning. I, I love what Joanne said about, um, well, I, I consider that my marketing. Mm-hmm. When I take time with people to create a big beginning, I create it for free. Because that's where we're going in the relationship. And then then I, it really struck me as she
0: was saying that, and again, I watched that recently and then several years ago, that then when you say, I only work with people for six months at a time, they don't blanch at that because it makes sense to them. Because you've set up this big beginning and then um, they can see the possibilities, which is frequently the problem In the beginning, as someone who comes in with they have a discrete problem that they want to solve, and then they think when that's done, I'm going to go away. Um, When you really, I mean, that really struck me as, wow, you know, that makes a lot of sense. And again, you know, something I'm, I'm doing more of that big beginning, and that that's something that I want to keep working on and thinking
2: about, and thinking about that as a marketing piece. So I, I really like that. It would be cool for us to have a conversation with Joanne more about what all do you do Mm -hmm. in that marketing time, in that free time that you give them. Could we do a conference call for some time? I think it's possible. And I think her methodology might be really helpful to the one-to-one coaches. Mm -hmm. Um, There's something that she's doing that I can't even imagine at all.
0: Yeah. But I, I mean, maybe this isn't the time to have this conversation. But what I was thinking about, not just for you and I to have a conversation, but could we like class? pipe her in as a class to talk about this? We
2: can ask. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. A Conference
0: call. Uh-huh. We can Skype her in. Yeah, that'd be great. And like I said, I think it's about. DVD 5, where we're starting to talk about marketing a little bit, so maybe that's the time to do that, and that gives us a little time to get a hold of her and check her schedule and all that kind of thing, so. um, Okay. Anything else that that happened
2: today? I love the um, authentic speaking. Mm -hmm. That was a big piece. Because um, it's easy to sit and look at the tape and be passive, but then we miss out on that process and you just Mm -hmm. brought it right home by speaking it, Mm -hmm. uh, speaking your truth and bringing it right here to this space and this time and these people. that, That was really helpful be called
0: back to that mm-hmm yeah well and that's I mean I'm I'm glad to have people speaking their truth as a matter of course in especially in this kind of setting mm-hmm. and it's extremely valuable to us as you know course presenters mm-hmm. to hear that so you know really good in, the, in a variety of ways um, the other thing, and I think I know the answer, but I just want to ask it anyway. Does it make sense to you about life coaching as a career and then also as a like, as a technique that you might use not only as a professional well, like life coach?
2: was distinguishing between life coaching and coaching. Right. That was helpful. helpful.
0: Yeah,
3: Did that
2: make sense? I didn't mean to interrupt
0: you. No,
3: that's all I was going to say. No, because I felt like I was describing coaching. Whereas life coaching, it's more about the relationship, and that coaching is a component of that. Right. Okay, that's a good
2: distinction.
0: And um, we can talk about this more when Cindy's here. But I think she originally was thinking that she might want to be doing some professional life coaching, and as as, far as I understand it her thinking about that has changed a little bit at least for now um but that there the other things that she's thinking about that she's up to could absolutely incorporate all of you know the coaching part um as far as helping people really come to a better understanding about what they want and being able to express that and being able to manage the um you know, these things down here, the obligations that get in the way and the, you know, the naysayers in your own head about why you can't have what you want and all that kind of stuff. Um, So we'll, we'll continue to talk about that more.
3: It's good to remember that, you know, these kind of changes take time. So just because we're in our fourth month of exploring some of these things,
0: and this is this is a really accelerated <laughs> rate. Mm-hmm. I mean you're getting a lot fast and I, I know that, you know, you'd like to feel like you have more tangibles mm-hmm. but um,
3: I want a trip, girl. I want I wanna go on luxurious trips. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like
3: that. Yeah. But, Let's I mean... talk
2: about this over cocktails in Hawaii. Yeah. I have this fantasy about um, bringing a group of very high-functioning people together on a secluded island where, you know, there's these places where people have beautiful houses and stuff that they're really willing to rent out to groups. And to be on one of those islands in one of those beautiful houses with a group of people who have been doing this and lead that... Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: What if we come up with a because I know y'all do some collusion and visioning for your business model and all like that and other things, I'm sure, but what if we came up with, like, a destination experience for us that was all expenses paid through some other entity? (laughs) Yeah. We can get Cindy in on it, and we can decide what we want to do, a little retreat for us. Yeah. Getting on that, yeah. We'll Mm -hmm. just create it and kind of put
0: it out there and then see what happens. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Very good. Well, don't forget if you have any questions that come up um, over the week, either about the reading or just about what's gone on so far, that you can um, post them on the Facebook page, or um, you know, you can of course either email us or call us or whatever too. But if they're on the Facebook page, then everybody can um, benefit from seeing that. And um, that the reading assignment is already up there. And um, the only thing about the reading is to just post one thing that you've learned from it. Or if there was something, you know, there was nothing new in what you read, um, something that, that struck you as important or valuable. I can't imagine that there won't be something new, but just on the off-chain.
3: And did you, I sent you my uh, testimony. Yes,
0: I did get that. Thank you very and much.
3: The, and then I just, I sent it accidentally from my Megan Echo Network address, so. Don't reply to that? Yeah. Okay. Very good. I don't think I did. I don't, I don't think I did. Involved. Yeah, no. Okay. How's that going? It's going good. It's been very full.